0: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back, folks. We're joined by Tan Trung, WWL multimedia journalist, wherein he has released his most recent podcast, telling the story about a restaurateur and the trials and tribulations of running a restaurant and understanding how difficult that is. But when it extends to procuring basic utilities, It may have pushed him over the edge. Ton, welcome to the show.
1: No, happy Friday. Thanks for having me on.
0: Thank you for joining us, sir. Um, Interesting story was reported on about Eric Cook, the owner of St. John Restaurant, as well as Grigri. Difficult times just simply getting basic utilities.
1: Yeah, you know, the, the story extends back to 2021 and, and the summer of 2021 when he opened St. John, which is a restaurant in the French Quarter on Decatur Street. And uh, as you probably know, and many people know, obviously the French Quarter is a historic district, but its infrastructure is also historic. It's very old. And what happened to him was that when he moved into that location, he tried to work with Entergy New Orleans to basically say, hey, we are now in the building and we're now occupying it. So we're going to be the people that will get the bills. But according to Eric, they didn't get a bill for almost a year. So they moved in July of 2021, and then they didn't get a bill until December of 2022. And as he describes it, when they got that bill, it it was enormous, and it eventually racked up to $40,000. And that's where the podcast really starts. But I think, you know, what I would try to do is that it's not just one particular restaurant and restaurateur. Uh, This is a a problem that many people, residential folks— uh, who have mighty, mighty problems trying to get through to Entergy New Orleans to understand and dispute their bills. And th- that's more at the core of the story.
0: As you were interviewing a, a multitude of guests that, that you presented in the podcast, were you surprised that that this has become so difficult? I and mean, you know, we, I grew up in this city. I mean, I probably have requested at least a dozen times, basic services moving from apartment to apartment home to home um that this should just be kind of matter of fact right
1: yeah and and personally speaking i've never had an issue with energy or energy new orleans you know when i've rented and and moved and and sold homes so on and so forth but you know obviously we, we don't live in a bubble and from I spoke with the Alliance for Affordable Energy. This is an issue that many people have had, especially in the past few years, as we've seen uh, the rates on utilities go up and people's ability to pay uh, hasn't really changed. And for this particular situation, though, I, I think that you know we have to kind of zero in on, on where this is taking place, and that's in the French Quarter. And it can be confusing because you have a multitude of, restaurateurs, business owners that, that change in these buildings and they're very old and the infrastructure is very old. So something as simple as trying to find the right meter for the correct building uh, may not be so straightforward. And, and what Eric Cook really wanted to point out too, is that there's, there's a big frustration with many small business owners in trying to work with city hall and getting the correct permits, especially working in the French quarter to, to get up and running. So there's a whole kind of, um, multitude and mix of of issues that come together, and it came to a head for him when he tried to figure out a way to pay this $40,000 bill, and he's still going through it, Uh, but as Eric points out, he got preferential treatment, and this is really part of his messaging here. It's not just about, hey, look at this outrageous $40,000 power bill. Um, It's the way things work in New Orleans, or more specifically in his case, in his view, how New Orleans doesn't work uh, for many residents in New Orleans.
0: I, I was I was moved when he's because you don't hear many people say this right, and and, and he knew that he was mm-hmm. having difficulty, and then he made it public, and he said, "This only happened for me because of my privilege, because the people oh, know absolutely. me; they know my they know my restaurants; they frequent my restaurants; they know me. This doesn't get the attention that it's getting, nor does it get to the resolution in the time period that it has, only because of my privilege." And I love what he said. Yeah. Thank you. But <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah, he, yeah, the, yeah, he said, thank you, but you're wrong for that. And, and to, to give people an idea of what happened is that, you know, ultimately he, the energy in New Orleans sent him the, the power bill and gave him uh, several days to pay it off in full. So it was a $40,000 utility bill that he had to pay off. And they said, if you don't pay this off in full, the power to St. John, his restaurant in the French Quarter is going to be cut off. Well, it was eventually cut off, and then he raised a lot of hell. Um, He got on TV, on social media, and it got the attention of the the city council. The city council worked with Eric Cook to get a meeting with Entergy New Orleans. They sat at the table, and eventually they're now in the process, and I spoke with uh, a spokesperson for Entergy New Orleans. They sent me a statement that said they're trying to work out the details to figure out a repayment plan for Eric Cook, and they're trying to work with any customers that would do so. But – According to Eric Cook, he says, look, uh, I was able to do this because I have a large platform. I raised a lot of hell. I'm a business owner uh, in the French Quarter, and I was able to get the attention of the city council. Well, you know, if you look at the majority of people who can't pay their bills or have frustrations in the city of New Orleans, you know, their lower income, um, their ability to get on a platform, get on television. And I don't I don't absolve myself from this either. You know, the reason why, obviously, I, this caught my attention was it was a restaurant tour. It was a $40,000 bill. And what Eric Cook is pointing out is, you know, you have a lot of people that don't have this ability, don't have the money, and don't have the access as he does. And they're, in many ways, SOL when it comes to getting some type of resolution for their bill. Uh, and that's really what I wanted to touch on in, in this podcast as well, is that it's not just this restaurant tour. Something as simple as getting our power bills paid off or— Disputing a power bill, we should just be able to call customer service. That doesn't always happen, and that's something that's very commonplace in New Orleans.
0: When you talk to the gentleman from the uh, alliance, uh, he made some observations that mm-hmm. were very uh, interesting as to the percentage of household income that is spent on utility bills. um it's a burden in many cases that en- that energy burden, as he relates, it refers to it.
1: Oh, oh, absolutely, and I think that 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 gives us a glimpse, and I think for people outside of New Orleans, that gives uh, a, a very harsh and sobering understanding of what life can be like in New Orleans. You know, I think it's easy for many folks who come to visit New Orleans to, and and obviously we we love it when they do, um, to spend their money and to kind of see the beautiful places in New Orleans. But the reality is, as Jesse George from the Alliance for Affordable Energy told me many folks in New Orleans spend almost 28 percent of their household income trying to pay off their utility bill. Uh, And, you know, when we've had these uh, heat waves that we had in in the past summer, we've had many several moratoria from Energy New Orleans and the city council pleading with Energy New Orleans to, to stop power shutoffs to people who can't pay. You know, that, that is a sobering reminder of what real life is like in New Orleans. You know, it's, it's it's perfectly fine to celebrate New Orleans and its culture, but we have to face the reality that many people are living, you know, barely living paycheck to paycheck. And that's what Eric Cook really wanted to bring attention to too as well. And I, for me, Newell, I, I thought it was fascinating. And my, my family had a restaurant as well, but he said, look, Many people here in the New Orleans, in the restaurant industry, it's all smoke and mirrors. You know, we put on this facade of, you know, great success and things are going well. But he said, I'm like everybody else. I'm living paycheck to paycheck. And when you start peeling back these layers of what this story is really about, it's really about living and working in New Orleans and how difficult it can be.
0: Yeah. And, and it's not it wasn't for lack of effort because the, the, the gentleman from the Alliance said this as, as well that residents uh, persistently try to resolve it from you know not getting bills to getting incorrect bills. and in Eric's case, it's not like he just sat back and just waited. He actually had contacted um, the utility many times trying to trying to figure out where's my bill, why am I not getting a bill? how's this working and like, right?
1: Oh, absolutely. He said that it's been really a two-year saga uh, since they opened in July of 2021. And now, obviously, we're in November of 2023, and it came to a head November 1st when he got that, ultimately, that final bill to say, you know, pay this or your power is going to get cut off. Uh, But as Jesse George for the Alliance Affordable Energy told me, you know the the challenge with many for many folks in New Orleans is that if you're going to dispute your power bill because the New Orleans City Council is the body that regulates Entergy New Orleans, it has to come to a point where you get a, what they call a letter of disposition um, that basically says, you know, this case, your case, uh, is unsatisfactory in terms of settling with Entergy New Orleans. You now need to bring it to the New Orleans City Council, which regulates Entergy New Orleans. Uh, to move ahead, to take the next step, to dispute it. Well, Jesse George says, "Tell me where you can find that that uh, area of the city website that you can file a, a dispute." But he says most times you can't even get somebody on the phone at Entergy New Orleans to get to the point to get that letter to then send to New Orleans City Council to ultimately start the process of disputing your bill. So you know, if you're not someone with a large platform. If you're not someone of status, as Eric Cook points out, it's very difficult, uh, almost impossible for you to get some type of resolution. I think that's the frustration that many people in New Orleans feel.
0: I got a text here, and you got to almost chuckle. It says, how can energy turn off his power but not know which meter is for his building? Well, that was the whole point. Once they figured out the meter— that's when, that's when the whole house of cards came tumbling down, right? They, they sent them a yeah. demand note, and, they, and now, they had, now they, they had empowered themselves to be able to turn off the power because they actually knew where well, the meter was.
1: <laughs> yeah, and, and to, and to, and to the, the, the kind listener who, who sent the text, I, I will say that there's even a, a, another wrinkle in that is that when it came time, the day came to turn off the power, Eric Cook says when they came to turn off the power, they couldn't turn off the power. They had to come back the next day to do it. So, I mean, it, you know, that that's the challenge that, that we have. And, you know, th- in fairness to Entry, New Orleans and, and everybody that works in the French quarter, it's it's it can be this, you know, hodgepodge and maze of infrastructure and wires crisscross, uh, as Eric Cook described it to me, that it's not so easy. Um, but again, it, it's, you know, I think it is almost laughable that when you go, when you threaten to turn off the power and then you go to turn off the power and you can't, I think that's, that says a lot about the situation, in, you know, and what many small business owners and residents in, in New Orleans, specifically the French Quarter, are dealing with.
0: I'm glad you pointed that out about in fairness to Entergy New Orleans or Entergy or anyone else because all of this is complex. And whenever oh, they yeah. uh, are, co- are compelled to provide a remediation, Typically, what it leads to is a power disruption, right, because they just can't, like, run extension cords from point A to point B. If they're going to move something, somebody's power is being turned off, and it's typically more than the individual who's having the problem. It's a lot of other people, and when you're in a business corridor like that, it makes it even more um, troublesome and tenuous uh, to really start peeling away the layers of all of this.
1: Right. And I, absolutely. I it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and, and I want to be clear, too, that the, there's a stipulation with uh, this particular case with Eric Cook. Entergy New Orleans, you know, told the newspaper that, that, you know, they can't really discuss the specifics of this because Eric Cook has to basically give permission for Entergy New Orleans to kind of give their side of the story. That necessarily hasn't happened. So we're only getting a, a part of the story, Eric Cook's take on it. I did reach out to Entergy New Orleans to get responses but again, you know, it's not the full I didn't get a sit down interview with somebody from Entergy New Orleans. I would certainly welcome that. but I want to point out that you know this is just one half of the story. But as Eric Cook pointed out to me as well, you know, I think some of what's happening in New Orleans, especially in the French quarter, could be contributing to the confusion because he says because it's so hard sometimes to work with City Hall to get your permits. Uh, and because the infrastructure is so old in, in the French Quarter, sometimes it's like sometimes you just throw up wires and, and you go because you don't want to wait. you got a business to run and you keep going. so, you know, if, if people are not, if businesses are not kind of adhering to some of the licenses and some of the permits, so once energy comes in there and they're trying to figure it out and, you know, things aren't done appropriately, you know, that just adds to the confusion that what we're, you know, and what we're seeing right now.
0: It's a great podcast, and I love the way he summed it up. I, I forgot how your lead-in to it was, but he basically said, there's no one in charge in New Orleans. <laughs> I
1: mean, yeah. So like,
0: he, okay. Uh, you know,
1: he say, well, <laughs> you know, he says, and, and, and the, you know, I, I, I feel even bad because you and I, is like, we, we do see the, the, the comedy in all of this, but he said, you know, I'm also sick and tired of this. You know, like, we we, no, we no. almost laugh because it's it's it is laughable, but he says, I'm sick and tired of this, and it's not funny anymore. And he says, you know, and the problem is, is that we need somebody to step up and say, I'm in charge. And he says, you know who's in charge? No one. Yeah. I think that says yeah. a lot. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Sums it up. Ton Trunk, as always, great job, uh, great work. We really appreciate it. Thank you for joining us. Have a great Thanksgiving holiday season. Thank you, Newell. All righty. That's Ton Trunk, WWL Multimedia Journalist. You can find that. Ton, you still with me? Where can we find that?
1: Yeah, they can find, they can find the podcast wherever they get their podcasts. That's the Ton Report, T-H-A-N-H Report. Just search for it in your podcast platforms, and you'll see my loving face popping up there, hopefully. There you go, the Ton Report by Ton Trung. We'll be right back, folks. Stay with us.